I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics. I, okay, let's do it one more time. Okay. One more time. Okay. Sorry, 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 okay. sorry. Panic, panic. Okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about Justice Neil Gorsuch. So grab your nuclear option. And let's get civical. at a 10 because after we did like we're gonna just it, it's gonna really spiral down throughout this episode <laughs> guys welcome to let's get civical i'm lizzie stewart and i'm arden walentowski and today we are continuing on our journey of just learning a little bit more about who's on our supreme court the skodai if the you will sc- i will <laughs> i really will yeah yeah and we have to do him we had to do neil gorsuch so by god we're doing we're gonna him. do it we're gonna we're talk gonna about it. him we're gonna try to keep the energy up because he's a snooze and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's like here's my feeling on neil gorsuch after spending a lot of time learning about neil gorsuch oh my god, is like he's fine <laughs> he's a warm I body. Really don't have aggressive opinions either way about him. Sure. It's like there's particular things where I'm like, Neil. Right. Neil. Right. What are we doing? <laughs> 
But otherwise, I'm just like, like he, Neil Gorsuch is like the way I can describe him is he's the one I always forget when I'm listing out Supreme Court. We've justices, done this multiple times. Or I We've always forget Neil. We literally always forget he's Macaulay Culkin. This is Home Alone. <laughs> Kevin, it's giving where him, are you? Don't you think giving him too much credit? Yeah, Nicole Culkin could is not so... defend his house from two burglars. Mm-mm. Are you kidding? No, me? no. Booby traps? I don't think I can. E- I don't even. I never have seen him speak. No, I know he does, but he I'm just must like have a voice. He <laughs> he has to have a voice. But we're yes, but we're talking about him. We're gonna go in depth. We're gonna unpack this controversial Supreme Court pick. Great. Uh, and we're going to start out by saying Neil McGill Gorsuch was oh, born on honey. August 29th. Today oh my is God, his today. birthday. The day we're recording. Guys, so we're recording on Neil Gorsuch's Listen, birthday. Guys, was that planned? Of course not. Of course not. But you know what? <laughs> That's how good Lizzie is. Yeah, I was. Well, because I was like, oh, man, which one? Who do I have to do? Right. And then I was like, I just want to I just wanted to get him out of the way. Just out of the way. Yep. And somehow we ended up recording on his birthday. Today's his birthday. He is turning 52 years old. He's a baby on he's the He's a baby. We'll talk about how he's a little baby babe. Yeah. 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 He's uh he's young. But yeah. I also because it's his birthday, I brushed past the fact that his middle name is McGill. Yes, you did. And, and that took We're me gonna off guard. circle back. We're gonna <laughs> circle back. McGill, do you think it's a family name? Isn't there like a McGill? Maybe I'm thinking of McGraw. You're There's thinking like, Tim? Yeah. McGraw. Is that a football person? You disappoint <laughs> me on a molecular level. <laughs> Tim McGraw is a prolific country singer. Okay. I love his work. He was, I know what you're confusing him with. Yeah. He did dabble in acting and he was in The Blind Side starring Sandra Bullock, which oh, is about uh, football. Got he it. He did not okay. play football. He did play Sandra Bullock's husband <laughs> and nothing more. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of Sandra Bullock, little sidebar, I just rewatched Speed for the first sure, time. Sure. Like her first film. Years. Oh my God. Yeah. So exhilarating. Starring my new crush, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. I would die for Keanu Honey, Reeves. Have you watched Speed recently? It's Not recently. five bucks on iTunes right now. Like, okay. just go get her. I love a bargain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go get Keanu. Yes, you should. Yeah. So, Neil McGill Gorsuch. <laughs> not Keanu Reeves. He's not Keanu Reeves. No. That's my first fact that about him. That is for sure. Yeah. But Neil McGill was born on August 29th, 1967 in Denver, Colorado. So shout out to our Colorado okay. friends. Hello. I bet it's nice to grow up in Denver. It would be nice. I mean, like, I imagine there are like mountains. It's great. And it seems like fresh you have air. Yeah. It seems like you just have, you can breathe easier. Right. If you're in Denver. Right. He was born to parents David Gorsuch and Anne Gorsuch Burford. Burford. Burford? Burford? That's too That's many so vowels. Weird to say. David Gorsuch was a lawyer and so was Anne. And she also, fun fact right off the bat, was the EPA administrator under the Reagan administration. Wow. Making her the first woman to be in this position ever. Oh, Nepotism exists. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. First female EPA, head of the EPA, Anne Gorsuch Burford. Burford. (laughs) This shouldn't be hard. I'm looking at the word and I can't say it. Well, it's weird because I want to say Buford. But there's oh, it an could be R in there? No, the R goes in there. Yeah. Yeah. Burford. 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 We're so sorry. Yeah. But can know. you, wow. I mean, like, <laughs> this makes sense of, like, why he's on the Supreme Court. Because, like, what else are you supposed to do if you're, like, dad's right. a lawyer, your mom's a lawyer, and then also becomes, like, the head of the EPA? Like, you're going to, what, be a dancer? What right, are you exactly. talking no, about? No, this is, like, the Aniston situation. Okay, right? As in Jen. Jennifer, right? Not Jan Aston. Don't think we forgot. Shout out to, uh, shout out and throwback to Jan Aston, lest we forget. Yes, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Her, her father, her father John Aniston, yeah. was on Days of Our Lives, a soap opera that I watched. I love for that out many of all years. of the sort of like uh, like uh, child parent, like Hollywood yeah. pairings there are. You thought of. Jen Aniston and her Days of Our Lives father. 
because I I knew him from like when I growing up because we watched that show and he like worked a lot, but he wasn't. I don't think he was famous. Like she's the famous one, right? And I feel like that's the same. Like Anne Murphyd <laughs> clearly yeah, right. did good. Yeah. Did well, like something interesting. I'm sorry. Can we even Gorsuch, call Neil Gorsuch famous? I forget. That's true. It's true. I forget. That's true. We do forget to name him in our list of names. I understand your point. I just want to say I nope. think they're equal. That's accurate. <laughs> so yes, that's who. That's his parents. That's his heritage. He's married to Mary Louise Gorsuch and has two daughters. Great. And the only other personal fact I could find about him is that he was <laughs> raised Catholic. Hey, me too. So let's talk about his education. Yeah. It's going to mirror a lot of what we see when it comes to Supreme Court justices. Oh my God! Can you believe it? Okay, this is a fun for you. Oh, my God. Neil McGill Gorsuch attended Columbia University for his undergrad, getting his degree in political science. Oh, my God. Me, too. You're on the road to becoming a justice. Hashtag same. Hashtag same. I'm not same. What am I talking about? Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. How do you you feel that he hails from your alma mater? I mean, I feel like it balances out. Like, that's Obama's alma mater, too. I feel like yeah. it's balanced out. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's fine. It makes me, you know, he's a thinker. Columbia is hard. Columbia's hard. Especially back in 1988 when we didn't have the internet. Right. Or, you know, were women allowed then? Uh, in the 80s? This was on the cusp. I can't yeah. remember when it was. But it was, like, right. It was that decade. It was right around then. That's why they had Bernard. Ugh. Don't you miss the days of just separate schools? <laughs> Don't mangle the sexes. No. Only pregnancy can come of that. But I, lo- <laughs> but I love that they thought like keeping them divided by like Broadway would keep them right. apart. When it's like, right, I can cross the street. Look, honestly, what keeps me from a lot of people is like the three train. So I get it. <laughs> Listen, whenever I have to come to Brooklyn, it's like, okay. I have to really like you. Mm-hmm. I have to really like you a lot. I feel great because you came to Brooklyn for me. I did. You came to deep ass Brooklyn. I came to deep ass we Brooklyn. We were in it. That was Brooklyn. It was great. It was so much fun. Yes. So uh, Neil McGill Gorsuch, as I said, got his undergrad from Columbia University. He graduated in 1988. He then, this is fucking crazy, attended Harvard University. Oh my god! To get his, can you believe it? Doctorate in jurisprudence. Shocked. I am shocked. And he graduated with that in 1991. Fun, fun fact. Not only was he a classmate of Barack Obama at Columbia, he was a classmate of Barack Obama in Harvard, at Harvard, near Harvard, with Harvard. (laughs) I'm smart. Next to Harvard. By Harvard. By Harvard. They were classmates. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? I feel like it's awkward. That's so funny. Like, I mean, I know that like. It's so weird that then like that down the road then there's. Like it just keeps coming back. Like they keep seeing the same yeah. people. Yeah. They're like, their I'm really am tired of being associated with. <laughs> it's like Lady Gaga and Madonna. Like Lady Gaga's like, I'm really down with the Madonna comparisons like yep. i'm not madonna i'm not madonna I'm lady gaga right and everybody's like yeah but like madonna you know right i feel like barack obama's like no like neil gorsuch i'm not, neil I'm gorsuch. not stop following stop. me you know that metaphor worked and <laughs> yes. it was better than my aniston family of actors metaphor. look i love your i really do appreciate your devotion to the aniston family <laughs> you're keeping jen on the map i am and it's, for that it's me alone we appreciate it's me alone yeah, so he attended Harvard University, which is crazy, so wild. He graduated in 1991, excellent year. And then he, uh, also part of his education much later, in 2004, he went on to get his doctorate in philosophy from Oxford. Oh. So he went to Oxford, and if we all remember, so did Elena Kagan. So did Elena Kagan. I just feel like there's only three universities you can like possibly go to no. to get on the Supreme Court. Yes, and you must attend them all at some point in your life. Like, can you imagine? Or you must teach at one of them at some point in your life. Yeah, you have to like be. Yes, yes, you have to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But like, can you imagine like someone from the Supreme Court from like UCLA? <laughs> Which is Listen, like, UCLA is a great podcast. school, but like, can you imagine? We host or a podcast like, and we know that's ridiculous. I know. Or like, 
Or like, what's another one? Penn State? <laughs> no. Like, no. why? Why is it just like Harvard, Yale? Columbia sometimes. Columbia sometimes. But like usually only for like an undergraduate moment. Like if you get right. your lottery from Columbia, are you like... You're not, you're, gonna not be able to, you're, you're not qualified. You're not qualified. To go to no, you need like some other, you got to go get a master's in something else from at one of Oxford. these others at Oxford to prove yeah. that you're the caliber. Yeah. It's really interesting. I really just wish like, you know, someone from like Tulane. <laughs> Emory. Emory. <laughs> Here's the thing. We don't have any of the these. The University of Texas. Like, come on. <laughs> Like, people have good law programs. I just, I don't know. I just think that we're a little bit snobbish when we come to who gets to go in the Supreme Court. And we're only looking at a very small pool of candidates. Yeah. Really, it's itty-bitty. Teeny-tiny. Itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, yellow book bikini. So, while he was, fun fact, while he was getting his doctorate in philosophy from Oxford, he wrote a thesis that focused on doctor-assisted suicide and how, and his, like, point was, any intentional killing is wrong. So, really, what you're saying is we should have known from here. We should, this was a red flag. This was a red flag. He ended up, from this thesis, writing a book called, quote, The Future of Assisted Suicide and Euthanasia. That's so funny that it's the future when... The future! Given that it's... A In a world! That it's suicide and euthanasia. There's no future. There's no future. Because <laughs> they die! Because they die! Sorry. Yeah. It's also oh. a bad title. It's a horrible title. It's a really bad title. Like, we can argue doctor-assisted suicide till the end of time, but first and foremost, this is a bad title. This is a bad title. This was the, like, I finished the book, now what do I call it? Yeah. Oh, fine, whatever. Well, this I'm is so the tired. I'm not. I wasn't allowed to be an artist because my parents were lawyers. Right? Could you oh. imagine if he was a painter? It what wouldn't would surprise paint? me. I feel like he would not be the painter on the court. No, I feel like Alito's like the painter. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the one with some hobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. splash of watercolor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was his education. So he's he's right. a smart guy. He's he's a smart qualified. He checks human all being. of the boxes right. that everybody's always looking for. We've got degrees, we've got doctorates, we've got, we've got Harvard, we've got Oxford. Yep. Great. He's a he's a cookie cutter little dude. So now we're going to talk about his road to SCOTUS. As we do. I like doing timelines because it's interesting to see I what love they the do timeline. before they get to the because Bench. they also over like it off it often overlaps yeah like they start with one person and then like with elena kagan and obama like mm-hmm. they move through like with a you know i just think that's so interesting yeah it's also it's just such a small it's such a small such a small community yep so from 1991 so after he graduated harvard to 1992 he clerked for the u.s court of appeals dc circuit classic scotus also i just like again how do you graduate i mean i know this is like you're it's 91 you're like you graduate with a doctorate and jurors and right but how was your first job out of college on the dc circuit like clerking maybe it's like the marinara sauce of the court am i just uh, what like you've ma- got to explain <laughs> the metaphor you cannot bring marinara sauce into this conversation right it's now. It's like a boring sauce. Like, give me a bechamel. I me a literally have to disagree. <laughs> a mozzarella and a marinara? Have you had a mozzarella stick? Have you put it in marinara? Yes, but I would argue that the best thing about that is the mozzarella stick. It is the fried cheese log, not okay, the, the f- marinara look, sauce. The fried cheese log is doing a lot of work. But the marinara sauce is what really brings out its best attributes. That is true. Marin- the mozzarella sticks profile. Mm-hmm. The two of them together, they could you rule need, the galaxy. You do need both. You do need both. You can't have mozzarella sticks without marinara sauce. I mean, you can't. I have like you. You know, you get like a glass of wine in me. I'll have marinara. I'll have <laughs> mozzarella sticks till I die. But yeah. with marinara sauce, this is how boring Neil Gorsuch is. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to keep morale high. I'm trying to keep morale high. He is a mozzarella stick without marinara sauce. That, that is, is true. Neil Gorsuch. That is true. And and a mozzarella stick at like we're talking 8 p.m. Not 4 a.m. Right. 4 a.m. is it's when, early evening mozzarella yeah. stick. That's what he is. Yeah. 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 
So he clerked for the U.S. Court of Appeals, D.C. Circuit. So great. Amazing. Classic SCOTUS. Okay. From 1993 to 1994, he clerked for SCOTUS Justices Byron White and Anthony Kennedy. Fun fact. Wow. Fun fact. My father's name is Byron. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him so much. This is Dad. how Neil Gorsuch is. is that like <laughs> I'm literally doing research and I'm like, oh my God, my dad's name is Byron. <laughs> I love him so much. Oh dad, God, if you're Byron. listening, love you. Uh, yep, Byron White. I didn't know there was a justice named Byron and I love it. I think it's great. That's great. It's super great. <laughs> but it, okay, but aside from the fact that my father's name is Byron, <laughs> how is your, your second job out of college being a clerk for a, two Supreme Court justices of the United States? I guess my question would be, what else can they do? I don't know. I don't know what else I don't have a doctorate do. in jurisprudence for right. this very reason. I feel like it pigeonholes you. It really does. It's my it, only it, option to clerk for a SCOTUS judge. Snooze. Snooze. By the way, if any SCOTUS judges are looking for clerks, <laughs> would love to be considered. <laughs> would love to be considered. She's yeah. fully qualified. I'm fully. Come on. Like, what do, what do I need? What else do I need? I got real life experience. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you do take good notes. I'm good. I would imagine I, you would. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine me like like giving the justices like notes on a case if they should like take it or not? <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> bad title. Bad bad title. No artists. <laughs> I feel like you would be, and I'm. Having read, I uh, haven't read and listened to some of the oral arguments from some of the, from some of the Supreme Court cases recently. I feel like you would be an amazing clerk for Sonia Sotomayor. I'm oh, going to say for sure, she is hysterical, but also like so whip smart and like mm-hmm. will burn a motherfucker. Oh yeah, and I feel like that's you. I'm there. I am there. I would. I would fall on a sword for her. I love it. I would die for her. She's great. So yeah, so Neil, 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 Neil was, as we said, a clerk for Byron and Anthony. Great. Great. Uh, from, and this, and okay, so this is different for him. From 1995 to 2005. So for 10 years, he worked in private law. That's very long compared a, to the other Right. Only most of the ones that we've talked about have just like either dabbled or not done it at all. Right, they've gone like, okay, there's okay, now fine. this person who is now president is not going to appoint me to right. anything. I need a job. I'm going to go work at a private firm. But he was like dedicated to this. That's I bet he just years. probably wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. He also had kids. Like maybe he was like, I gotta get my kids. You know, I don't know how old they are. Maybe they were we. Yeah. We? Somebody watching British television again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Caught, you caught me. You watching a little British TV? You BBC? Yeah, BBC. Sky One? <laughs> One of the other channels. <laughs> ITV? ITV? ITV4? Oh my God. I will say this. I would totally have a cup of coffee with Neil Gorsuch. Oh, absolutely. I really, I just feel like what's, I guess, what's, what I give him so much grief for is that like, he just, it doesn't feel like he's made any sort of like wave at all. I mean, other than like the way he was appointed, which we'll get into in a little right. bit. Like his tenure which isn't on. not really him. Which isn't, it's not him. Yeah. It's literally not him. I mean, so far, he's extremely qualified to be on the yeah. Supreme Court. Yeah. Like there's, I'm not, I have no, I have he's no, there's there. There's no red flags. There's no red flags. Yeah. Like you, you did, you did the thing. You go, you went to college and then you're immediately clerking. Like right. that's exactly. Like, that's exactly it. What else are you supposed to do? Yep. But um, but like being on the bench and like decisions and opinions and dissents, he's just not like, he's not the guy you hear about. Yeah, no, at all. Yeah, when was the last time you heard a scathing Gorsuch dissent? Yeah, Neil Gorsuch, literally never scathing. Like that's literally. <laughs> no, no, no. He's just he probably's just like I dissent. I just like it's not for me. Not for me. I don't like it. I don't like it. Sorry. Not sorry. Read the Constitution. It's all there. <laughs> and then he finger guns and leaves. <laughs> oh, Neil. Neil, Neil, Neil. We're gonna, it's gonna be great. He's, okay. Next up. 
from 2005 to 2006, he was like, I'm done. I'm done with private life. Right. It's time to serve my country. Right. What did he do? He was <laughs> principal deputy to associate attorney general of the Department of Justice. They just make up jobs. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. Principal? But this is also something that you see with the Supreme Court justices, is they do something weird for the Justice Department. Right, right, right. In a position we've never heard of. You know That's what I mean? so crazy. That's three job titles. Principal, deputy, associate, four, attorney general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I'm holding up five fingers in the studio, but that is four jobs. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it does. I assume. Principal. That also it, means that there are other deputies. Oh, yeah. Well, there has to be. Everybody's a deputy. I'm a deputy. I shot the sheriff. But I didn't shoot the deputy. <laughs> Just let it live in the space. Yeah. So let that Neil did that. Great. For a year. Whatever it was that he did. Maybe it's like a gap year. <laughs> mission trip. I feel like he just took a gap year and he was the he was like, what am I gonna do? Like I could travel or I could be the principal deputy to associate attorney general of the Department of Justice. Right. Uh, it's also so low on the totem pole. The associate attorney general, the principal deputy to the associate. He, that's the, like yeah. that's like a seventh cousin, eighteenth like, removed. I think you're a receptionist. Yeah. Neil. <laughs> yeah. But if also anybody knows, we, I would never get hired look, to do. It's such a it's such a weird title. I didn't look it up, but if anybody knows what the principal deputy to the associate attorney general of the Department of Justice does, tweet us. <laughs> Let us know. Let a girl know. Can't wait to hear about it. So that was from 2005 to 2006, his gap year. Great. And then from 2006 to 2017, he was a judge on the Court of Appeals 10th Circuit. He was nominated by George W. Bush. Heard of it. Love Baby it. Baby Bush. Heard of that guy, too. Yeah. www.georgebush.com. <laughs> He's the painter. He Yes, he paints. He paints. He paints. You know who else painted? Hitler. It's true. He was a painter. Why what did look, he paint? What did he paint? I don't know. I didn't look up Hitler's paintings. I just God, know that he was an avid painter. You know, like mm-hmm. all sort of right. it's, murdering dictators it. are. <laughs> what if it's like nice sunrises or something? I like bet that would be totally I bet anathema. It's like, yeah, I bet it's mountaintops. Fruit I, bowls. Yeah. It's yeah. probably like very, it's a lot of still art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Well, there's n- nothing happening on the inside no. but hatred. No. We're still talking about Hitler. We're not talking about Gorsuch. No, no. Gorsuch is fine. Hitler, not fine. <laughs> Gorsuch, I feel like, would see a blank canvas and go, she's good. I feel like Gorsuch would see a blank canvas and go, I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I took a wrong a turn. Wrong turn somewhere. So sorry. I was looking yeah. for... I was looking for the room with the constitution some legal paper. Right. Anybody have a manila envelope? <laughs> I would love to fax something. I bet Neil faxes. Oh, he faxes. He totally faxes. He faxes. He's like, I love a fax. Yeah. 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 He's not like the rest of us who have to deal with the federal government in any capacity. And when you have to fax something, it's like, why are we living? Why are we here? In 1910. We can put a man on the moon. We can put a man on the moon. We can send an email. That's right. We can send an email. Yep. He adores the fax he machine. He loves the fax. He He's spends like, this is time freaking wild. This is absolutely <laughs> wild. You mean they just get it? <laughs> it is crazy. It's crazy. He's insane. Oh, so uh, from 2006 to 2017, he was on the 10th Circuit as a judge, which, you know, again, he's very qualified. And then... Of course. In 2017, he was nominated by Trump uh, to the Supreme Court, quote unquote, stealing Merrick Garland's seat after the surprising death of none other than Antonin Scalia, who... Who died in Texas. Died in Texas. Like, very, like, literally just one day he was dead. Yep. Like... He was at a retreat, like some kind of conservative retreat. Yeah. Like, he wasn't... I mean, he was a little older, but he wasn't, like... No, it was a shock. Yeah. It was very shocking. And so Obama was still president at the time in his last year of his presidency. And he nominated Merrick Garland, again, another extremely qualified individual. And the Senate 
uh, led by Mitch McConnell, refused to do a hearing for him. Yep. And thus the seat, the Supreme Court seat, remained vacant until the next president, which became Trump, who nominated Gorsuch. Forgot his name. <laughs> Like, forgot his name. We're talking about it. Literally forgot his name. So sorry. So, so sorry. Neil, that's not you. It's me. Um, In order to get Gorsuch confirmed, the Senate, once again led by Mitch McConnell, triggered the, quote, nuclear option, making the threshold to confirm 51 when it used to be 60. And so Neil Gorsuch was confirmed 54 to 45, which I believe is like. Like one of all, the lowest ones. Uh, yeah, one of the lowest ones. Uh, well, no, Brett Kavanaugh is the lowest Kavanaugh's one. Lowest, yeah. um, there's a couple of Democrats who voted to confirm Gorsuch. But yeah, so that was that's the whole thing. Like, that's the sticky part, which like I kind I mean, I feel bad for Neil Gorsuch because like. It's, you know, it's such a. Like he shouldn't be there. Like he shouldn't be there, he but it's there. not his fault. Like no, I don't blame him for no. I don't blame him for any of it. No. If anybody is to blame, it is Mitch McConnell. Right. So in 2017, Gorsuch becomes a Supreme Court Justice of the United States. He is, as we've talked about, one of the more younger ones that have been like confirmed to the court. And that's we just note age because it's a lifetime appointment, if we don't remember. It's- Once you're appointed, you can either Retire, retire or die <laughs> or you can get impeached yeah you could get impeached so yeah but generally we're looking at a retire or die situation yeah yeah so he was he was confirmed to the court when he was 49 years old so he wow probably has like 30 more years on the court if he wants so does ruth so does ruth of course she does look she's cleared for cancer honey Twice. She's read. Twice now. Of she's course, she's like, let's cancer. fucking go. Give me a third. Give me a third. Give me a don't third. give her a third. Oh my god! Please, <laughs> love God, don't give her a third. Somebody just give her a glass of Man, water. The left like, is just gonna come. Please you, take Lizzie. care of her. <laughs> give her water. Yeah. Um, and obviously, he is considered to be a conservative judge, yeah. and we will talk about that literally now. So we're going to talk about some notable cases that he's been a part of. The first one I want to talk about is the one that comes up pretty much. It's like the one that's associated with Neil Gorsuch. Hilariously, this happened while he was on the 10th circuit. Um, and, but it is, a, it was a big Supreme court case because it went from the 10th circuit to the Supreme court, but not while Neil was on the Supreme court. He dealt with it when it was in the circuit, but this is Brewell versus Hobby Lobby stores incorporated. Heard of it? Like arts and crafts? It's great. In 2014, basically the case was that Hobby Lobby wanted to refuse to pay for legally mandated contraceptive drugs in their uh, their corporation's healthcare plans um, because they asserted that it went against their religious beliefs to let women not get pregnant. But I don't understand. Look, in the Bible, thou shalt not use... Birth control. If thou art a corporation. If thou art they, thy corporation, hobby thy lobby. <laughs> hobby thy lobby. Hobby thy lobby. <clears throat> and so on the 10th Circuit ruled in a 5-4 decision that businesses can refuse to pay for the legally mandated contraceptive drugs. And they asserted that corporations are, quote, legal persons no. under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act are capable of exercising religious I didn't finish the sentence but religious rights religious beliefs that's what it is religious beliefs you know you know when those corporations are people oh my god <laughs> I was just talking to McDonald's the other day I know isn't she a bitch She's I a swear cunt. to god I'm so I've had that it woman. literally up to here with the gap <laughs> Gonna fucking punch her in the throat. <laughs> Arby's? Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. You know who yeah. I do love, though? Yeah. Dairy so this Queen. Was- I love me, that girl, Dairy Queen. She's cute. She's cute. This obviously, and, and I remember, I mean, I didn't, I didn't obviously know about it in the 10th Circuit because we never hear about things in the circuit, but this did end up going to yeah. the Supreme Court. That also was a 5-4 decision that 
voted in favor of Hobby Lobby because they're like, you know what? You know who we don't need? Like women. Like we don't like need them. We don't want them. We don't like them. Yeah. They, don't, they don't get to contracept. No. No contracept. <laughs> they don't get to contracept. God. And I'm just like, just, just, just let me contracept. Just let me not have babies. Like just literally let me. <laughs> like the amount that, you know what's so hilarious is the amount of like, of like energy that's trying so hard to like force me to have a baby. Right. I'm just like, have you met me? <laughs> I shouldn't reproduce. <laughs> they shouldn't let me reproduce. You would Hobby Lobby would think twice if, if we if we sat down at a table together. They'd be like, oh my god. Could you imagine? Because you'd be like. Here's what's in store for this baby. Here's what. Let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> Ever shit your pants? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I walk away from a conversation with Hobby Lobby with free condoms for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Lifetime supply. It's like going to the gyno, but more fun. Um, yes. <clears throat> so it ended up going to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of Hobby Lobby. And that sucked. That sucked. So that sure. was that was a notable case. Um, while on the Supreme Court, other notable cases, Henson versus, okay, Santander Consumer yeah. USA Incorporated. This was in 2017. This is truly the most boring case um, I've ever had to read the description <laughs> of. It's about debt collecting and who can do it. And the only reason I put it here because it was Gorsuch's first time writing the opinion of the court. For, it was a unanimous decision, and oh. Gorsuch authored it. That is the most boring way for I him know. to author a decision. I feel like, honestly, if I was Neil, I'd be like, John, give me something good. Yeah. Give me some, come on, give me gerrymandering. I can do it. I can, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> yes. So in 2017, this is like right, obviously, as he gets on the court. That's his first, that's his first time. Great. It's his first time. We're so proud of him. Another notable case is United States versus Hammond in 2019. So this this is a really interesting case. Just like bear with me while I describe it. So this gentleman, Hammond, had been convicted of possessing child pornography. Incredible. And while on parole, he was charged with five violations and immediately was sentenced to a mandatory of five years for the violations as per like the sub like the agreement for his parole. Mm hmm. And so this goes to the Supreme Court, and Gorsuch sided with the 5-4 liberal majority in agreeing that the defendant was denied due process because he claimed there wasn't sufficient evidence to prove some of the violations, but was sentenced without appearing in front of a jury of his peers. Oh. I know. Interesting. Gorsuch wrote the opinion, and this is, I'm going to read what he wrote. Only a jury acting on proof beyond a reasonable doubt may take a person's liberty. Yet, in this case, congressional statute compelled a federal judge to send a man to prison for a minimum of five years without impaneling a jury of his peers or requiring the government to prove his guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. As a blight here, we do not hesitate to hold the statute violates the Fifth and Sixth Amendments. That's so interesting. Yeah. I know. That's so And then, weird. like, the other conservative judges are like, what the fuck? Lock him up! <laughs> Throw away the key. So you were on our team. Yeah, yeah. That guy's go to jail. Gorsuch, I will say, has sided with the liberals more times than I thought. Mm -hmm. Just like kind of surprising. I'd be like, oh, I'm like, Neil, what are you doing over there? (laughs) (laughs) So he's not. I'll talk about this later. He is conservative and he has a pretty strict interpretation of the Constitution, but not to a Scalia standpoint where it's like, were you ever? Siding with a liberal majority. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, yes. So that was a notable case. Another notable case. We talk about this all the time. The Baker case. Oh, my God. In a crazy turn of events, he sided with the majority. Oh. <laughs> I'm uh, Obviously, uh, as we've talked about, the majority was like, you know what? The Baker is cool. You know, like, he doesn't have to bake for a gay couple. Because gay, <laughs> you know, like, bleh. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you you know, also, you know. Colorado was mean to him. Also, Colorado, shame on you. Uh, we talked about Denver earlier. Yeah, I guess maybe not so great. Maybe that's yeah. Look, that's called recalling the joke. Uh, another notable case: the gerrymandering 2019 case, the one we talk about all the time. Oh my god, the one that is Lizzie's the bane of her existence, the bane of my existence. But gave me Elena Kagan's best work. Yes. Oh god. 
He also obviously joined the majority upholding that courts don't have jurisdiction to decide gerrymandering cases. Like, am I just going to talk about it till the day I die? Maybe yes. because it's so fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. Stupid. Yep. It's stupid. So, and those are like, honestly, the cases that I found that I was like, yeah, let me bring that up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like, he's not. Does he, he doesn't write a lot, does he? He writes some. And like, people are like, he's a good writer. Like, he's a solid writer. And I'm like, Who's for sure, his for books. Sure. Where is his book? Like, wh- for sure, he got like an A in university writing at Columbia. Yeah. Like, hundred percent, he yeah. did. He's a d- he's a good writer. He's just not. He's not. He's not. You know, like right. Like you read Ginsburg, Sotomayor, Kagan, even Scalia. Scalia was great. Thomas is a great writer. Thomas is a good writer. He's well. Thomas is great at making an argument. Yes. where you're like, oh, I know exactly what you are doing. Right, right, now. right. right. He is. It, it is wrong, but damn, but damn, that's you're smart. smart. Yep. Shit. Yep. <laughs> no, Gorsuch is like, here's my argument, and here's my uh, work cited. I've cited all my sources sure. in Chicago style. In Chicago. Gorsuch has a voice like this. Now I don't know what this. I is. don't know. I just feel like oh, he's just he's he seems just like a like like a dude. I don't know. He's just a dude. He's not even a dude. No, he's just he's he's, he's not Neil. even a dude. Dudes like football. He's Neil. Yeah. He's Neil. So I'm going to attempt to say some fun facts about Neil Gorsuch. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to start off with a quote. Please don't hurt yourself. I know. uh, That David Savage wrote uh, in July in 2019. He wrote in the New York, uh, the Los Angeles Times. And he called Gorsuch, quote, a different kind of conservative. He is a libertarian who is quick to oppose unchecked government power, even in the hands of prosecutors or the police. And he is willing to go his own way and chart a course that does not always align with the traditional views on the right or the left. Do we agree? I don't know. I mean, like, like I said, I've seen like he's he's gone to the liberal side. And I I genuinely believe that. And there's I have a quote of his a little later on, but he, he definitely has this element of like. It's really not about what I believe. Right. It's what is written in the Constitution. Which I respect. I do respect. And it's, I'm not angry. But I feel like that's not how a lot of the other judges are. I think I right, think they're right, like. Right, right, right. I think they're like, yeah, here's my Constitution. Here's my, you know, sources. Right. But also, like, I'm going to feel something. Right. You know, this is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So that's a quote. Maybe okay. that's why he's a snooze. Yeah. Yeah. According to another in fact, according to Andrew Martin and Kevin Quinn from the University of Michigan, who develops the Martin Quinn score, which is basically this thing that measures how conservative liberal, how conservative and oh, yeah, liberal yeah. SCOTUS justices are. Yeah. Gorsuch is the third most conservative judge. This is how it's ranking um <clears throat> right now number one super surprise clarence thomas <laughs> number two alito okay number three gorsuch uh-huh. four roberts and five kavanaugh although when this came out i feel like kavanaugh like i don't feel like kavanaugh's had enough time to for people to actually gauge how conservative he is right although he had about not drinking beer in college because sure. he's so conservative right so that it like that might change, but I right. do agree that like Roberts is definitely on the lower end, and like of course Clarence Thomas is the most conservative yep. judge on the court. Like <laughs> he's got that locked in. I'm <laughs> like <laughs> if he literally doesn't speak, <laughs> like he has no questions. He has no questions. No. Okay, this is the fun fact that I've been waiting to tell you about. <gasps> it is not about Neil Gorsuch. It is about Neil Gorsuch's mother, who Great. we talked earlier about, who was the first female administrator of the EPA under the Reagan administration. She became the first cabinet member to be held in contempt of court for refusing to turn over subpoenaed documents. Let me lay down this little scandal for you. Oh, my God. So this is in the 80s. Congress charged that the EPA had mishandled $1.6 billion toxic a billion dollars in toxic waste superfund and demanded records from Gorsuch, his mother. And she refused. And therefore, she was held in contempt of Congress. Wow. I know. She seems cool. But do we think they misappropriated the funds and she was Of course it up? she okay, did. Great. I'm not saying she didn't commit the crime. Of course she did. You just like that she was like, nah. I, I mean I'm like I'm like, Neil, go hang out with your mom. I'm like, come <laughs> on. 
I would love for him to be held in contempt. You know what I mean? Like, come on. That's cute. Do something. Do flip something. the table. I don't care. Rip off your flip robe. Like, table. I don't know. Whatever. He would try to flip the table and it would just, it wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And the table's bolts to the ground. Bolts He's like, to the oh, ground. shit. <laughs> uh, so I kind of love that. Yep. Another fun fact. And this is so boring. He's an avid skier, hiker, and fly fisherman. <laughs> which you can tell from his face my note under that is he's definitely hit a body before <laughs> yeah i don't trust anybody who likes a great outdoors i'm sorry not somebody that just who means wants you're... to enjoy it without mm-hmm. a mai tai that is not appropriate i know mm. you want to you want to sleep in a tent okay okay <laughs> you want to murder me i get it like <laughs> i'm hip i'm cool i know the lingo right. you literally just want to kill me you want to kill me and hide the body right so in regards to like how conservative he is, he's often compared to Scalia and was considered a natural uh, a natural successor to Scalia Scalia <laughs> to Scalia because of how he interprets the Constitution. So this is what he said in regards to it. <clears throat> Judges should apply the law as it is, focusing backward, not forward, and looking to text, structure, and history to decide what a reasonable reader at the time of the events in question would have understood the law to be not to decide cases based on their own moral convictions or the policy consequences they believe might serve society best this is the exact same thing that we saw with the baker case insane crazy insane and also can i just say is it just me or is everybody compared to scalia because we we compare elena kagan to scalia and how she writes dissent it's like yep is that how crazy Scalia was? That like everybody can, everybody has a little Scalia in them. Everybody's got a little bit of Scalia. <laughs> Everybody's got them. a little Scalia in them. Rest in peace, Antonin. Fun fact, which is just an interesting Gorsuch quote, which came up, I believe, in his confirmation hearings. But this is what he said: A judge who likes every result he reaches is very likely a bad judge, reaching for results he prefers rather than those the law compels. Oh, I like that. Right? So I literally, that's why I'm just like so perplexed by him because I genuinely think he's like, it doesn't matter what I feel. Right. At all. And I don't think that like, is that right or is that wrong? I don't know. But I don't think that's how the majority of judges operate. Operate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know? So yeah. I just thought that was. such a great, that's such a laudable concept. I know. Right? Crazy. Another fun fact, while at Columbia, he founded he co-founded a newspaper called The Federalist Papers. Of course he did. Which was supposed to be content ner- neutral, but it is now a satirical newspaper. <laughs> I love that. That's cute. That's cute. And then I'm going to round out our Neil Gorsuch episode with a fun fact that is not about Neil Gorsuch. <laughs> because, but it's a fun fact I found while researching Gorsuch. And I just, I was like, I have to say yeah, this. Yeah, say it. So I happened to come across this. Jimmy Carter is the only president who served a full term in the 20th century who did not nominate anyone to the Supreme Court. That is an injustice. That is an injustice. An injustice. If- anybody deserved to nominate somebody to the court it is jimmy carter can you believe it can you believe it it's not fair it's not fair he would have picked great people i know because good people surround themselves with good people that makes me sad i know well i don't want to end on a sad note but i just like couldn't help it i was like can you believe this that's crazy i'd never heard this before no i just feel like i just want to give jimmy another chance (laughs) Let him be president for a day. Just like give him the keys to the city. Oh my god! I have to meet him. We have to find out when he's going to be at that church. That makes it sound creepy. (laughs) We're We're uh, secret service knocks on our door. (laughs) Can I speak to you? (laughs) You're not going around, Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy doesn't want to see you. (laughs) Uh, I would love to get like denied access to Jimmy Carter. (laughs) Having seen your reaction to the Sean Astin video. Oh, sure. I cannot imagine your reaction to seeing Jimmy Carter. I think I would really mishandle it in that I would, like, do something weird. I might bow. <laughs> you know, I might, I, I might do I'm like, I'll go into a curtsy. I don't know. Like, what? Cross yourself. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, a nominee, Pat, Trifidi, Speech, Santi. You know, like. 
Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do around, like, how you're supposed to greet him. No, I have no idea. You know, like, my liege uh, up in the knee. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's probably what's going to be the reality of it, is I'm going to yeah. make it so weird, because he's just going to be like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And I'm going to be like, I am sorry for existing. <laughs> I don't deserve to be here. And I will just, he's so... He's like a you know a great man and a and former president, but he's also just like this tiny old man. He's just building houses. And he's I, like eighty flipping years old. He's building houses. And he's building houses and also fighting all kinds of medical stuff. Oh sure. And then he comes back and builds more and houses. Like, I right. would just want to like like I would give him my body to prop himself up on. I donate a kidney yeah. to Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Even though he has maybe ten good years left. At least. At least. And how many Patrick Peter Desanti? And on that blessed note, guys, <laughs> guys, that's been our episode on Neil Gorsuch. I know we veered off of him a lot, but that's just what Listen, happens. It's not our fault. You know, I'm interested to see what I feel like Neil is at the beginning of his scotus yeah. life. Yeah, I feel like he's finding himself. Like he, I could see, I could see Neil Gorsuch being a potential chief justice at some point. I think that'd be interesting. He has that energy. I think also because he does like personally have conservative leanings, but because he doesn't play into them, mm-hmm. he just doesn't get the amount of press and talk time that no. like Thomas does. I don't think he wants it. And I don't think he I think you're right. I literally think he's like, I go to work every day and I go home every day. Right. And that's it. And I eat Wonder Wife. And bread. I we go to church on Sundays and we eat, you know. Steak and kidney pie. Sloppy and- Joe's. Man, which is we're stocked for the century. We're stocked, yeah, yeah. But guys, that's, our, that's I just, I'm, like, I'm trying to like bring. I'm like, how do we get? How do we get out of Neil Gorsuch energy? How do we get out of it? I don't it's, know. It's heavy. Yeah, it's he. It's not even heavy. I'm just like just just. I don't know. Yep. I want to like. I want to get. Does he smoke weed? No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, let's end Negative. with that. We have the, these definitely out of we, like we yes. always want to do a check in on which of the Supreme Court justices smoke weed. Neil Gorsuch, no, no, strong no. But we love you so much, so much, literally so much. We love you so much more than Neil Gorsuch, and we just hope that you keep listening to us because we love talking to you and you can find us on twitter and instagram at let's get civical and we're on all of the podcast platforms for sure you can rate us you can review us you can uh, subscribe plus press the button commit to us because we will commit to you we love you so much and we will see you next wednesday yes